so hey guys how's it going this is sunil and you're listening to saas sessions podcast uh, today's episode is with shruti kapoor shruti is a co-founder and ceo of shrinks.ai so shrinks.ai is an ai powered uh, on screen real time and contextual battle cards for your account executives it allows you to manage calls call reviews and analytics for every prospect conversion all right here we go we're going to talk about leveraging ai to close more deals for your saas but let's start with you shruti and uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself like what you do and uh, give us a more background on stings.ai right um so i actually started out my journey uh, on investment banking and on the investment side um so relatively new to sales and i'll tell you a little bit about how i stumbled on this um so before starting this company i was working with a company called pioneer in india and i joined them and they were just figuring out their go to market uh, setting up their first team in india uh and as part of that journey um and coming as an outsider to sales uh, what i realized was that while people talked about sales as being analytical it often didn't have uh, the data to be able to make data driven decisions um so just to give you an example uh, a lot of times people rely on crm reports to uh, make decisions um but crms only have uh, 5% of what really goes on in a customer conversation um so that was one part of the problem that uh, i felt personally very frustrated with and uh, that's how i started thinking about uh, where ai could play a part and uh, eventually that led to strings.ai awesome and uh, you you mentioned that you know you saw like there's a there's a gap in the buyer journey where the crm which the crm couldn't fill so then then that's how you came up with the idea of strings.ai so what so can you tell us like It, like how how's the buyer journey look like in in terms of a CRM and how how does Sings.ai fill gaps? Sure. Um, so I think a little bit on the buyer's journey and the context, and I don't think that this will be a surprise to anybody from the SaaS space today. Uh, buyers are coming in later and later into the buying cycle, uh, right? So uh, what that means is that they're doing a lot of research. Uh, they're already doing comparisons with your competitors. uh they know a lot more information about a product uh when they make the first contact with the company mm-hmm. right and a lot of saas companies today actually uh, you know inbound is an important part of uh, the sourcing strategy uh, and what that means is uh, that all of the people who are coming in already uh, have a problem have a pain point and have done some research which is how they have actually landed up in that sales process um and from a buyer journey perspective uh, what has become much more important is therefore not just to be able to uh, you know give them some superficial information about what the saas product does but to be able to tell them exactly how it will help in their specific case to be able to answer questions around their tech ecosystem how it will fit into it all right so just to give you an example right today most saas products integrate with uh, you know 50 or more uh, other saas tools or other tech tools and if you expected a sales person to remember uh, you know how each of those integration works for their own product uh, it's just unfeasible right so what happens very often therefore in that buying process and in that buying journey is uh, that buyers get frustrated because when they ask a specific question uh, and the sales person can't remember the answer they are forced to say you know what i'll send more information or i'll come back to you on that and i think that is where the buyer journey is broken today uh, and i think that is where we want to play a part which is uh, to help sales people be able to have all the information at hand uh, on every single call um, and the way we do that is so we are it's a assistant 
which sits on calls with every single salesperson. As they are having the conversation with the uh, customer, uh, it'll automatically prompt them with content, with feedback uh, on their computer screens uh, during the call. Right. So if a, if a particular buyer were to ask you a question, you know, how does this integration look like? Have you worked with other customers in my space? Um, how are you different from a particular competitor? Uh, the salesperson no longer needs to go digging for that information. They can actually help the buyer along in their journey by being able to uh, be responsive and accurate in what they tell the buyer uh, in the moment. Awesome. And, and what does a typical buyer's journey look like? Like what are the different stages or what are the different steps in a buyer's journey? Right. So I think um, the way to look at the buyer's journey is, you know, very often we've looked at it from a sales uh, process perspective as a funnel, uh, right? From a buyer's perspective, it is also a decision-making funnel, uh, right? So you kind of start with asking the very high-level question of, uh, you know, I came with this problem. Does this product solve my problem? All right. right. And then uh, the next step is to say, uh, okay, if it solves my problem, does it fit in with, uh, you know, the rest of my tech stack? Are there overlaps? Are there gaps that are still going to remain? All right. And after that, they start thinking about, okay, once I were to actually fit it into my uh, tech stack, then what is the value that I'm going to derive uh, from this? And I think this third step is very crucial in terms of the handholding it requires from the salesperson to be able to show value in that specific context. And then once they've crossed those uh, kind of qualification questions in their mind, uh, right, looking at the qualification process from a buyer's perspective, uh, then the question arises, which is, uh, you know, pricing and uh, competitors, uh, right? right. Um, and of course, sometimes the process might get jumbled, especially uh, depending on where you might be in the buying cycle, right? Sometimes you might not have full visibility into someone's buying cycle because they might actually be interacting with a company much later in their buying cycle, right? So right. they might be interacting with a company in the fourth step, which is, uh, you know, they've agreed on the first three parts that, you know, this is the value, this is the tech stack that it needs to integrate with, uh, all of that. But then they are thinking of different competitors and that's how they land up on a, a competitor page. Uh, right. So in that sense, it's it's again a decision funnel where you are trying to start with the broadest decision and go down to the narrowest thing. And uh, once you have that price agreement, then the next step becomes implementation, rollout. Uh, and that's, again, a very, very crucial part. Uh, what happens, uh, I think, in relation to, you know, looking back uh, at it from a company's perspective is, there are several handoffs happening in each of these stages, uh, right? So from a company's perspective, you know, the first time when the customer is contacting you, you might have an SDR uh, connecting with the customer. Uh, when the customer is trying to evaluate the product, understand the tech specifications, uh, the value, mm -hmm. uh, you might have an AE, uh, you know, helping them in that part of the process. And then the third part, which is the rollout, uh, making it successful in some sense for the customer is your customer success. Right. Uh, and I think that is the other challenge, which is, you know, how do you manage these handoffs that from a buyer's journey perspective, it is still uh, a smooth transition and a smooth uh, journey. Right. So in, in this specific journey, which you mentioned right now, so uh, how does strange.ai, uh, you know, help in each stage? Like what, maybe can you, can you give me an example, like how maybe one, couple of your customers are using uh, strings.ai in different stages and how it is helping them. Um, so I think, um, like I said, so there are two parts to it. Uh, one part of it is, uh, can you help the customer answer the questions that they need answers to, uh, right? And contextually, 
fit that back into their ecosystem. Um, so of course, a large part of it is still, you know, the onboarding and the training uh, and the uh, product coaching that you need to do for your sales team. Um, but so where Strings with AI plays a part is in ensuring that once you've done that initial training, uh, whatever information that your teams need is handy. Uh, right. So I'll give you an example. Today, because SaaS is changing so fast, uh, right? There is a, uh, you know, a company might uh, roll out 20 new features in a single month, uh, right? right. Uh, and what that means is that uh, you expect your salespeople to be able to intelligently talk about the 20 new features uh, that have been rolled out in that very month, along with also remembering case studies, uh, remembering integrations, remembering competitor updates and all of that, right? Right. Um, and that's almost unrealistic. So that is one part of it uh, that we're looking to solve. The other part of it that we're looking to solve is to make the transition smooth. All right. So because all of these conversations are now analyzed, annotated, transcribed, and in a single repository, it is much easier for a uh, AE to go back and check uh, what was the conversation with the SDR, and for a customer success person to go back and check what was the conversation with the uh, AE. Right. Uh, and what we also do is before a call, uh, we automatically prompt uh, the salesperson with a card which talk, which kind of summarizes for them what is the context for that conversation. So they don't even have to go digging for it. Uh, it surfaces to them automatically saying, hey, these are the notes from the previous call. Uh, these are the other CRM fields that you were interested in, right. uh, like the deal size, etc. So that they immediately are ready for the call when they jump on that phone. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so I'm sure like here contextual help, uh, you know, contextual data in terms of each stage might help the person who is handling the customer in that stage. So why contextualization? Like, why is it important? And how do you uh, see a scenario where there is no contextualization versus a scenario where there is contextualization? Right. Um, so I think just to give you an example, right? Like uh, what happens? Um, so, you know, we, we work with uh, different types of customers and uh, so one of our customers, which is in the services space, mm -hmm. uh, what they realized was that uh, the context that they needed for each of their customers was uh, how to build trust with that customer. Right. Right? Now, of course, I can, you know, it's very tempting for a company to say that, hey, you know what, these are my five biggest customers. And every time somebody asks a question like, uh, you know, about trust, uh, right, about what is your pedigree as a company, uh, it's very tempting to say, hey, you know what, I work with Cisco and I work with Oracle or I work with uh, Salesforce. All right? But what is important for the customer is to know whether you have made a customer like me successful. All right? If all right. I am from the education industry, it doesn't matter to me what you did for Salesforce. Right? Right. What is much more relevant to me is uh, that did you work with somebody else in the education industry and how did they use the product? Right? Right. So that is a very simple example of contextualization where from a salesperson's perspective, when you're talking about your customer stories, can you contextualize them to that customer? Awesome. So it's like relating to their journey to someone who has been the part of the journey, which is similar to theirs. Exactly. Awesome. And uh, like where, where is Strange.ai like headed right now? Like uh, as in like Strange.ai is only for for uh, when the customer is going through the buyer's journey or it, it does help in you know retention of customers and when they have like customers success people you know set trying to set up the maybe the infrastructure for their for your customer so can can change.ai help in those uh, aspects as well like i'm sure like you know when 
companies buying a product and or a service like they are having a call with their customer success team to have the products and services implemented so can and i'm sure like there there might be some questions which can be over, overlapping between two customers or or more customers so can sings.ai also provide you know contextual help and with the ai, AI powered uh, tool so that uh, it makes life easier for customer success guys as well and also retention right um so i think uh, very interesting question um right so there are uh, there are actually we look at it as a full journey um also from a sales person's perspective not just from a sales process right. perspective and i think uh, that looking at it as a 360 degree from a sales person's perspective also helps you capture all of the context of where the gaps are for a buyer because at the end of the day for a company the sales person is really uh, the face right right um so uh, the way we look at uh, solving those gaps um so two parts all right one is uh, what needs to happen before the call during the call and after the call uh, to ensure that there is uh, that completeness of loop uh, for the customer all right um so what i mean by that is like i said right before the call what do you want to be able to do is you want to be able to prompt the person about what is the context of this conversation right so right. for a ae it's the previous sdr call for the customer success person it's either their own previous calls or uh, the account executive's calls right it's a handover um and uh, what it does is that once they have that context they are mm-hmm. not spending time with the customer asking them the same questions over and over again, right and then uh, the second part of course the during the call part we talked about a lot which is just having the prompts and all of those uh, the content pieces uh, but it's also about helping uh, from a sales person's perspective uh, helping them get better with every call right? right so apart from the content pieces there are also prompts about coaching so you know this is how you should be handling a pricing uh, objection or this is uh, broadly the agenda of the call and you still have to cover these parts of all right and then post call what we are helping them do is to solve that problem that we initially started with which is crms don't have perfect information okay right. right? and so what we do is we allow people to uh, bookmark moments in the call to be able to go back and automatically uh, create call summaries that can be pushed into the crm to automatically go and ask their managers for feedback mm-hmm. um so that they can close their own cycle Uh, right or sometimes they need help from peers in closing the deal so that could be a sales engineer that they need to bring on board or that could be a professional services team that they need to bring on board uh, so for them to be able to quickly uh, conveniently share that context with other members who are going awesome. to make that customer successful right uh, so that's one part of it and then the other part of it is to say that you want to be able to go back uh, review your notes get coaching uh look at maybe some broader statistics from a company's perspective right uh, and therefore uh, close the full loop uh, of course for a customer it might show up in different ways it is not just limited to their interaction with the sales team where some of these things will show up right. uh, some of it is also uh, you know what collateral needs to get created right? right understanding what are the common customer questions and therefore how do i address them proactively Um, oh, yeah or what are the product features that my customers are consistently asking for and how do i reflect that back to my product team so that my priorities as a product company are aligned with what my customers are asking so i think for a customer it is all of those interactions right. uh, from, from a product marketing and sales perspective where it kind of closes the loop 
Awesome. So I think Strings.ai help uh, in all the conversations that you uh, a company is having with the customers, not just the sales cycle or not just the sales journey, buyer journey, but even through when 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 the buyer when the customer is onboarded and the customer success team are working on it, and also in maybe retention because they have already have the data. Awesome. So uh, I'd love to know like where where is Strings.ai headed? Like what's what's next uh, coming from Strings.ai? Right. So I think. Um there is still a lot of uh, gaps in the ecosystem for actually uh, assisting the salesperson and assisting the buyer in closing that loop. Right. Um, so you know, we've started with uh, focusing on the sales part of the cycle. We are slowly going into customer success pieces of it. Um, and the other part of uh, what we want to be able to do is also be able to uh, give this kind of uh, real-time feedback uh, for a variety of other contexts, right. right? So today, of course, they're focusing on the voice media, uh, but even within voice, there are so many different avenues. Awesome, yeah. So thanks a lot, Shruti. Thanks a lot for doing this. I mean, yeah. So that was Shruti, guys, and uh, you can check the website out. It's things.ai, and uh, you can check the link in the description below.